Amen. Thank you very much, children. Now, stay at the front here. Don't go anywhere because we're talking about the story of Daniel in the lion's den. And this story is a really long story. So we're going to do together now Daniel in one minute. Daniel 6 in one minute, sorry. And we're going to do some actions with it as well. So I'm going to do some actions. I'm going to need you to copy to stop me from looking silly in front of all the adults. Is that okay? That would be amazing. Okay, so Daniel 6, if you adults want to get it up in your Bibles, feel free to. Daniel 6 in one minute. Are you ready? Okay, so Daniel was appointed as the king's right-hand man. Adults, you should be doing this as well, by the way. Some people got jealous. So they plotted to kill Daniel. Okay. And they got the king to make it illegal to pray to God. So anyone who prayed to God would be thrown into the lion's den. Everyone give me a big lion. Ah. Lion's den's just over there. We'll speak about that in a second. So Daniel had a decision either to be faithful to God and to keep praying or to compromise and to stop praying. So Daniel loved God so much that he decided to keep praying. But because Daniel kept praying, he got thrown into the lion's den. <laughs> um, but none of the lions ate him because God closed their mouths. Now, when the king saw how God closed the lion's mouth, he was amazed and he told his whole kingdom how good God is. Isn't that fantastic? Absolutely. So today we're going to be learning all about how being faithful to God actually leads us into the lion's den. And right behind you, children, there is a lion's den. Okay. Now, Boaz and Ezra are going to be our lions today. So lions, would you like to go into the den first? Off you go. Now, children, you can go into the lion's den. There's some coloring activities for you to do. But I reckon, just like Daniel, you will leave there unharmed. Okay? That's what I think. So feel free to head into the lion's den and have a right old time in there. I love a good old den. Nothing better than building a den. I've not done that in a while. Um, now, if those of you who got your Bibles open, let's get them to Daniel 6. We're going to read verses 10 and 12, 10 to 12 together. And it goes like this. Now, when Daniel learned that the decree had been published, he went home to his upstairs room where the windows opened towards Jerusalem. Three times a day, he got down on his knees and he prayed, giving thanks to God, just as he had done before. Then these men went as a group and found Daniel praying and asking God for help. So they went to the king and spoke to him about his royal decree. Did you not publish a decree that during the 30 days, anyone who prays to any God or human being except you, your majesty, would be thrown into the lion's den? This is the word of the Lord. <laughs> you see, I'm a proper Anglican now. I was at a youth camp last night, which wasn't an Anglican thing. And I read the Bible and then I said, thanks, this is the word of the Lord. And I got them all to say, thanks be to God. I'm converting people to Anglicanism. Who would have thought that would happen? But anyway, so here we are. Daniel is faced with a really difficult decision here. Either he continues to pray in the way he always has done to God and be faithful and be thrown into the lion's den, or he can stop praying and guarantee his own safety. It was a really difficult decision for him to make because Daniel's about 83 at this moment in time. And Daniel had spent his whole adult life praying to God three times a day. He'd go up to his room, he'd open the window that looked out towards Jerusalem and he would pray three times a day but now it's illegal. If he's going to be faithful, 
He could risk dying in the lion's den or he could compromise and he could guarantee his own safety. A very difficult decision. Now, I'm often faced with a difficult decision, not quite as difficult as this one, um, but when my wife, Alicia, who isn't here, she's in Brighton for the weekend, um, sometimes when I'm off to the shop, she says, oh, can you get me a snack? I say, yeah, sure, what would you like? She says, get me anything. And I've come to learn after four years, anything really does not mean anything whatsoever. And I obviously say to her, no, dear, anything doesn't work. What exactly do you want? I don't know, I don't know, just get me anything. So I go... I get her anything. Normally, for me, a pan of chocolate is a good snack if I'm going to Morrison's, Big Morrison's pan of chocolate. Or at one time, I got a yogurt raisins. Apparently, that's the worst snack I could have possibly got her. Uh, but anything does, really does not mean anything. So now, when I go to the shop, she says anything. I'm looking at the snacks thinking, I ain't got a clue what to buy here. Very difficult decision. Daniel's decision, much more difficult than this one indeed. Will he be faithful to God and risk death, death or compromise and guarantee his own safety? And you can imagine him trying to rationalise this decision to God. He could be saying, God, I've been, I've been faithful to you in this way my whole life. 83 years I've prayed to you in this way. You know, do, can I just have 30 days off? Please, 30 days off, Lord, and I'll be fine. I can guarantee my own safety that way. You can imagine trying to bargain with God, thinking, how can I get out of having to face the lion's den? I'm sure he didn't want to risk dying at all. But the risk of death was not enough to stop Daniel from being faithful to God. He continued to choose to pray, which meant that he was caught and he was thrown into the lion's den. And the truth is that faithfulness to God can lead us into the lion's den. Faithfulness to God can lead us into situations which are scary, which are painful and are difficult. And that's a bit of an uncomfortable truth because often we love to focus on all the positive aspects of following Jesus. Now, following Jesus is the best. We receive this amazing love which doesn't compare to any other. We get to live in eternity with him when we go to heaven. We get a peace that surpasses all understanding, a joy that makes no sense. All those things are 100% true and it's right to focus on them because those things are what give us the strength to face the trials. But we don't often like to think about how actually faithfulness to God can sometimes lead us into difficult situations. You see, Daniel wasn't the only person in the Bible where faithfulness led him into a hard place. Jesus himself, his faithfulness, to the Father led him to the cross, didn't it? In John chapter 12, verse 27, it says this, and this is Jesus speaking um, a few days before he was crucified. He says, now my soul is troubled. And what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. No, it was for this very reason I came to this hour. Jesus himself was faced with this decision, just like Daniel and the lines then, either I'm faithful to God, and I have to go into a place of pain and suffering, or I can compromise and I can avoid it for my own safety. And me and you, we're blessed to not really face those sort of decisions. There are Christians all around the world, aren't there, who face this actual decision themselves. They know if they're going to be faithful to God, to share their faith, to go to church on a Sunday, they could actually receive a punishment such as death. They could actually receive persecution. We're blessed to not be put in that position. But I do think that we face our own decisions, which can lead us into our own lion's dens. Here's an example. If we think about the lion's den of rejection. Okay, so we know that to be faithful to God, we should share our faith. 
We need to be salt and light in the world. We need to pray for those who need to receive healing. We need to bring Jesus into situations where he's not in. But we know if we go and share our faith with those that don't believe in Jesus, we could very well face rejection. Or we can avoid sharing our faith and we can guarantee that we won't receive any rejection. Faithfulness to God equals us experiencing rejection. Compromising means we won't receive any rejection at all. And often we can be tempted to choose the option which isn't faithful, unlike Daniel. But the thing is, God is calling us to live a life which is faithful and not compromised. There's bigger and different situations like that. Sometimes we go for certain jobs. We know that God's not calling them. We can look at the security of a job and we want him to go for it. Or we can choose the path which is faithful to God to not go for it and to stay in a place of trust. I think often lion's den situations look like decisions where on one hand, we can control an outcome. On the other hand, we have to put the outcome in the hands of God. For Daniel, if he chose to not pray, he could control his own safety. He could be sure that he would not go into a lion's den and he would not be hurt. If he chose to be faithful in prayer to God, then he would have to risk going into the lion's den. And maybe God's calling us today to make more decisions where we're putting our life into his hands, where only he can control the outcome. We love to be in control, don't we? We love to ensure our own safety, our own comfort, but God is asking us to make him our only source of comfort and of peace and of safety. I'm sure you can think of situations in your life where that's the same. You see, when Daniel went into the lion's den, he knew that the only way he was getting that out of that alive is if God came through. The only person that can shut the mouths of lions is God himself. And he had to put his trust and his faith in God in that moment. Just like Daniel, we need to choose to be faithful, even if it does result in us being rejected, even if it does result in difficult and hard situations, even if it does look like us staying in a place of trust. But the important thing is this, even though we may find ourselves in the lion's den, we need to remember that God is with us. In verse 22, it says this, my God sent his angel and he shut the mouths of the lions. They have not hurt me because I was found innocent in his sight. As Daniel went into the lion's den, God's presence went with him and he shut the mouths of the lions. And the same is true for us. When we go into our own lion's dens, our own difficult situations, which our faithfulness to God has led us into, God's presence goes with us. You see, our faithfulness to God, it comes and it goes, doesn't it? Sometimes we are, sometimes we're not. But God's faithfulness to us is unchanging. It never leaves us. And even though we do not know the outcome of certain situations when we start to put our trust in God, we know that we can trust God with the outcome. That's really important. And living your life, trusting in God is the most exciting and best way to live your life. When you say to God, I can feel you leading me here, Lord, but I don't know where I'm going. I don't know how it's gonna work out. I don't know what's gonna happen. It is more exciting than living in a life where you completely micromanage and control everything because life cannot be controlled anyway. We cannot be in complete control of our lives. And as Christians, we are called to walk by faith and not by sight. We are called to walk by faith and not by sight. So if this morning you feel like you're in a lion's den moment, 
like you've been faithful to God, but you found yourself in a difficult situation. Let me encourage you that he's with you. He is for you. And as you continue to trust him, he will make your path straight. And God is going to use your lion's den moments for his kingdom purposes and for his glory. If we look at the life of Jesus, going back to the passage I said before in John 12, verse 27, it says that now my soul is troubled and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. No, it was for this very reason I came to this hour. It goes on to say in verse 28, Father, glorify your name. Jesus knew that he needed to go to the cross for the glory of the Father. He took on, our suf- he took on suffering. He took on our sin for the glory of the Father. Daniel went into the lion's den for the glory of God. The fruit of his faithfulness was that a whole kingdom heard of the good news of God. Because when Darius went to go check on Daniel in the morning, he was amazed that Daniel was completely unhurt. And it says this, Daniel, 20, Daniel 6 verses 26 to 27. This is Darius speaking. I issue a decree that in every part of my kingdom, people must fear and reverence the God of Daniel for he is the living God and he endures forever. His kingdom will not be destroyed. His dominion will never end. He rescues and he saves. He performs signs and wonders in the heavens and on the earth. He has rescued Daniel from the power of the lions. A whole kingdom hears of the glory of God because Daniel chooses to be faithful to him, to follow him into the lion's den. He puts his trust in him. God comes through, keeps him out of it safe. And the fruit is that a whole kingdom hears of the glory of God. I wonder what God wants to do through your faithfulness. I wonder what he wants to use your testimony for. I wonder what it would look like if we all decide to put a bit more trust in him and take a little bit less control of our lives and to see what he does in us and through us. And it won't be for the glory of us, it will all be for the glory of him. God wants to use you in ways you can never ask or imagine. He wants to use your stories, your situations for his kingdom purposes. And when you put your trust in him, when you choose to be faithful, he will do amazing things in and through you. And just like those children who've all gone into the lion's den and they're seemingly all unhurt. Is everybody okay down there? They're all absolutely fine. Another example of God's goodness as he looks over our beloved children, that even with Boaz and Ezra prowling around, they have not been hurt. Amen.